church. It's good to see you in church this morning. Let me have a good look. It's nice. We're just going to pray before we start. Father, I thank you that we have the opportunity to hear your word, to, to learn from your word. And Father, I pray that today every hearer of your word today would take it out of these four walls, oh God, and begin to practice begin to, to, to learn and faith to grow as they go out of this, this place, this sanctuary, oh God, and take the word of God with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this morning, I'm going to speak on praise comes first. Praise is one of the most important things in our relationship that we have with God. Every meeting you come to, you will see that we start with praise. And that is intentional. It is intentional because what happens when we start with praise, it establishes an atmosphere of faith. It frees us from the burdens and the things that we have come into this building with. If there's doubt or if there's heaviness or if there's something that you're going to, it is a position that you have to make a decision to get up and praise. I love mood. I love mood music. I love nice and mood. So to, to worship is out of my comfort zone. It's like I have to put on, like the Bible says, the garment of praise. It's something that I've got to go, okay, let's praise the Lord. You see, Praise is personal. Praise is powerful. Praise changes your perspective and praise comes first. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. God created us to praise him. Isaiah 43 verse 21 says, This people I have formed for myself, and they shall declare my praise. You know, only a few weeks ago, uh, Pastor Ange Bedville was telling me how the kids made some praise instruments. And taught them on praise and making a loud shout, a loud noise unto God. Isn't that good? Is our kids are starting early to learn the power of praise. You know, throughout the Bible, we see how praise comes first. Praise paves the way for God to bring an overflow into and His blessings upon us and His supernatural power into our lives and into our meetings. We're setting up the atmosphere. When we begin to praise God, we're saying, God, invade this room, invade our lives, cause a doubt to go away and that we will begin to magnify You and look to You. See, praise is an action. Praise is, a, is, is literally you've got to get out and sing and shout, worship. I watch some of you worship and it's nice. It's 
It's nice. But praise demands an action. Praise demands a shout. Praise demands a... And, and let me tell you, I've come into this building sometimes and I have not wanted to praise. Pastor Nina has not wanted to praise. But as soon as I open my mouth, as soon as I begin to praise, as soon as I make a noise and a shout, all of a sudden I'm, I'm not at my chair, I'm at this right here because I'm drawn into the atmosphere of praise. Wherever there is a move of God, there is a sound of praise. People lifting up their voices to God. A dead church tells you to shh, be quiet. But Emerge Church is and always will be a praising church. Make as loud noise as you want as long as it's unto the Lord. So what is praise? Praise is an act of thankfulness. Praise and thankfulness go hand in hand. The first praise song recorded in the Bible is found in Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 to 21. And you can go home and read. But when I begin to tell you the story, you will remember because if you're in children's church, you remember reading this story or hearing this story. And it's when the Israelites were enslaved in Egypt for 450 years. But for 400 years they were enslaved. And at that time finally came when Pharaoh said, okay, I'll let you Israelites leave. I'll let you finally go. But then they say women changed their mind. No, Pharaoh changed his mind. He was a man. And as they were running away from Pharaoh, as they were running away from Egypt to going towards their promised land, Pharaoh changes his mind and he sends his army after them. And here they are running for their life and they begin to come across this, the Red Sea that literally is a sea with no pathway. And as, they, as they're there, they begin, God does a miracle and he begins to part the sea and they begin to go through the sea and the sea closes behind them and swallows up all the soldiers. And we see out of this, the first praise song was recorded. They begin to thank God for the deliverance. They begin to praise Him. They begin to shout their praises in one accord. Probably not in tune, but it's a noise. It's a joyful noise. It doesn't matter. I can't sing a tune. I can play a squeeze box in tune, but I can't sing in tune. The song they sang, Exalted God, it recounts of His miraculous deliverance and it speaks of the future provision. They knew what to do. God never told them, never demanded of them to sing a song, but no, they wrote a song of His praises. God didn't ask them. They naturally began to praise God and thank Him. There's always so much to be grateful for. We can praise Him all day, every day. We would never finish thanking Him for all the things 
for the seen and the unseen ways that he cares and he blesses for us, he blesses us. He's a good father. And we will never fully understand how he constantly is working behind the scenes. There are things that we have been avoided from having because God's been working behind the scenes to protect us. Because he loves us. He nurtures us and he wants to bless us. I want us to read Psalm 150 verses 1 to 6. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with the the timbrel and dancing. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with the clash of cymbal. Praise him with the resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's praise him. 13 times in this passage, in six verses, he asks us to praise him. Why? Because praise comes first. Praise paves the way. You know, we, we're, I'm so grateful. Them, and the worship team always do a great job. They didn't have a band like ours. They had this. They had noise. Ooh, water. They had noise. They were making a loud noise. They were enjoying their praise time. They used whatever they had to make noise. And sometimes we can't even open our mouth to make noise and shout a praise. God wants to say, make a noise. Be thankful for what I have done. Yes, you melancholy people, make a noise. Shout, oh, but my personality doesn't allow me to. Did God say you're free or not? He's not really surrounded with personalities. I'm a melancholy. I've broken out of the box because God wants us to make a noise, make a shout, praise Him. Now, next week, don't bring your tambourines, please. We've got a great band that works really well. They didn't have a band. They had to use the tambourine and that. There's a story in the medical journal that is about caretakers and caregivers who, who care for the invalid, the disabled. And in this article, they feature a mother who gave her every day to care for her severely disabled son. He was so severely disabled that He had no ability to recognise one person from the other. He was blind. He found it hard to hear. He had no conscious way to communicate. Medically, when they got the list of all the symptoms, he was basically just a heartbeat in a body. And every day for 15 years, his mother came and fed him, and clothed him, and spoke to him, and took care of him, and loved him. And the interviewer asked her, what was it like 
giving yourself to someone so sacrificially. And what she had to say was somewhat heroic and sorrowful. She said, I'm his mother. God gave him to me. And it's my honour to live my life to love and care for my son. But the sorrowful part was when she said the only thing that I wish could be very different was that just once, just once, I want him to realise that I'm his mama. He doesn't have the ability to recognise the difference between you and me. I want him to know that it was his mother who took care of him. Just once to be able to say, it was my mum who watched over me. Just once I want him to realise it was me who was right beside him for 15 years. This is like some people who don't realise that it is God who takes care of them that it is God who provides for them, that it is God who heals them, that it is God who sets them free, that it is God that causes the sun to shine so you can enjoy, that it is God who created the ground that we can walk upon, that, it is that God gives us every breath to be able to live and every muscle to be able to wake up and work and gain an income, that it is God that gives us everything that we need to exist, that it is God's goodness it is God's grace. It is God's mercy on display towards us. We have everything because of Him. So praising Him should not be hard. Giving Him a shout of praise should be easy. So now let's give Him a shout of praise in this house because it should be easy. It should be easy to praise God. It should never, never, never be hard. Number two, praise is an act of faith. Praise is about having faith in the character of God, who He is, who He says He is, even when we are struggling with the challenges of life even when we don't get the answer that we think we deserve. The healing, the miracle, the response, the provision that we think we are entitled to. His character is good. Praising God for who He is. Those things do come, but if we don't get them, are we just gonna sulk and cry? Or are we gonna go praise the Lord? All my soul, praise the Lord. It is when we choose to praise and focus and believe in Him that our faith is exercised. You watch yourself when you begin. We're going to have a bit of a praise session today. That when you step out of your melancholy personality or your phlegmatic where you want to sit down, as you stand up, as you begin to praise Him, you what? To take a few choruses, we'll take a few lines, but then you go, no, go for it, Nina, go, go with it. Just praise Him. You watch, it just comes and this, this faith begins to rise. It is by faith alone that pleases Him and moves Him to action in our lives, personally and corporately. Psalm 42.5 says this, Why are you in despair, 
Oh, my soul, and why have you become restless and disturbed within me? Hope in God and wait expectantly for Him, for I shall again praise Him for the help of His presence. We see a great example how faith is released during praise. In Joshua chapter 6, we see God's people obeying God's instructions and the Israelites marching around a wall, the walls of Jericho. No one was coming in and no one was able to get out. And it was on the seventh time that God said that you give a shout. And it was once they began to march around that wall that the faith began to rise and then came a sound of praise that God burst through their circumstances, shaking earth and causing every one of those bricks to come down. It was a great victory. Joshua 6.20, when the trumpet sounded, the army shouted and the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So everyone charged straight in and they took the city. You know, the Hebrew word here for shout is ruah. Say it with me, ruah, ruah. Now say it like a Hebrew. <laughs> this is a word of praise. Maybe that was a bit of Dutch in there. <laughs> Maybe this is definitely not Italian. It's poetic, operatic. This is a word of praise. That is a word of celebration. Ruah, a word of celebration. It's a word of lifting our voice to the Lord. A shout of praise. The word is used nine different times in this passage in Joshua. And it's a shout of joy. It's a shout of praise. The shout happened before the walls came down. Our praise happens before worship. Our praise happens before the Word of God. Our praise happens before the miracle. Our praise happens before deliverance. So if you were late for praise this morning, I'm sorry you missed out on the breakthrough. <laughs> Tongue in cheek. But that's exactly what you miss out. That's what the Bible says. I'm not looking at anyone because I used to be you. I used to be the late comer in. I used to love the mood worship, not the praise that tells me to step out. And it was, I heard a sermon like this. They changed. I had a revelation what praise does. I'm not missing out on the victory. I'm not missing out on the faith lifting. I'm not missing out on the preparation of what God is going to do. I'm not going to miss out on my deliverance. No. And also it was the Holy Spirit in Mark. Not the Holy Spirit. It was Mark being the Holy Spirit. He would say, why can't you get to church on time? You can get to everything else on time. Mm. Sometimes we need a partner like that. So it was the message accompanied by the Holy Spirit that prompted, hey, I am, I am 
coming in without my dress. Oh, that's a sigh. I've got to slip, don't worry. Like I'm coming half-baked. I'm not coming fully to get dressed, to get victory, to get deliverance, to get breakthrough. Now I don't know who came in late, so don't worry, I'm not looking at anyone. Don't feel, if you feel condemned, that's, that's, that's not me, right? That's, that's, that's not, I'm not even going there. But that's not I'm, what I'm saying. I want to teach you because that's what taught me is that praise is a setup for victory. Praise is a setup for deliverance. Praise is a setup for the Word of God to be charged into our lives. That's what it does. They praised before the wars came down. Have you ever been in the midst of a challenge? before the breaks, before the answer. There have been times in my life in challenging situations and I thank God that I heard a sermon like this because it changed everything in here and in here. Praise comes first. Everything in my nature, I'm a melancholy, so my nature is to go to the worst case scenario. My, my, people are dead before they're dead. Like literally, it's terrible. I planned the funeral before they're dead because it's a worst case scenario. But I've trained myself to praise first, to shout a praise song before God. I can't sing, but I can shout and say, thank you God for the victory. Thank you God that you are faithful. Thank you God that you never leave me. You never forsake me. There have been times that I've had to, you know, God, uh, the enemy is always after our children. And you as a parent know this. And if you become a leader, he's after them even harder. If you become a pastor, oh, it's a pastor's kid who did that. Oh, typical pastor's kid. Oh, yes, of course it's the pastor's kid. So the pastor's kids lie literally. They have no, they're privileged to be in a pastor's home. Right, But they do get challenged a lot by people. School teachers, not looking at any school teachers, praise the Lord. You know, better than thou people. Yeah, of course you would do that. You're a pastor's kid. So, so they give up before they even try. Some, some of them do. You know, well, what's the point? I'm never going to be perfect. I'm never going to, I'm never going to, um, you know, be what other people want me to be. So mama has to go and do a praise party, a rave party in the bedrooms when they're out at places that you know the pastor's kids shouldn't be at. Mm. Yes, we've been there, haven't we, mums? Haven't we, dads? And it's in that room that I begin to say, I thank you, God, that one day they're going to serve you with gladness. They're going to be the greatest worship leader. They're going to be the greatest preacher. They're going to be the greatest evangelist. They're going to be the greatest server in the kitchen of the house of God. I don't begin to see with what I see, but I begin to see through the eyes of God who causes my faith to rise as I begin to praise. Because what happens in praise? Deliverance, breakthrough, faith. So if you're there as a parent 
And I've seen my kids come through. Why? Because I've praised in the dark room. I've anointed everything in their room with oil. From the entry to the carpet. I've literally, mums and dads, never give up praying for your kids. Praise is not just singing fast choruses, but rather praise is a faith-filled declaration of God's power and nature in the face of impossible situations or circumstances. It attracts the supernatural power of heaven. It brings heaven on earth in breakthrough. Number three, praise brings God's presence. God finds our praise irresistible and responds with his presence. Psalm 22 verse 3, but you are are holy and enthroned in the praises of Israel. The King James Version says, the Lord inhabits the praises of His people. Inhabits means to dwell within, to move upon. So when we begin to praise, that's when the Lord comes and that's when God sits down in the midst and dwells within us. He sits down, he goes, I'm right here with you. You want his presence, play praise music. Begin to praise, begin to sing. When you praise, you are preparing the way for God to show up with his presence, his power, his deliverance. Every single week when we praise God, we do that. We set up for His presence to dwell among us. Praise comes first, sets everything up. The rest of the service, the rest of your week, the more time you spend praising, it's preparing the way for what God is going to do in your life. Number four, praise releases supernatural power. Praise changes everything. It changes an atmosphere completely. Have you ever gone into a place and it's heavy, but as you begin to praise, you dominate the airways with the presence of God. It opens doors to miracles. It opens doors to signs and wonders. It drives away the enemy by passionate, wholeheartedly declaring and proclaiming the praises and the promises of God as we sing. That's what we sing. We declare the promises of God. It's the kingdom of God comes and He establishes a fresh new atmosphere full of God possibilities. In Acts chapter 16, we see how Paul and Silas were literally beaten almost to death. Their backs were opened up with With flesh hanging out, 39 slashes they got, opened bare backs, thrown in a prison, facing unimaginable conditions while being wrongly accused, imprisoned for their faith, severely, severely, severely beaten. What did they choose to do? Is Is your back bleeding like mine? Mine, I've got a bigger cut than you. 
They weren't comparing their wounds. They weren't comparing their stories. I do that. I compare my story. My, 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 what I went through was worse. You had anxiety. I had depression four times over. Like we compare, don't we? I do that. When someone's telling me a story, Lord, I, I ask God to help me all the time. I go in my head and go, I went through worse than that. I, I'm getting really good at it because I don't look at me, I look at you. I look at the breakthrough that God can do in you. But I used to go, me, I used to be, I, I, that's easy, that's nothing. I've been through worse than that. You see, instead of focusing on their wounds, instead of focusing on the unfairness of their situation, no, what did they do? They didn't have a tambourine. But you know what? They had bodies next to them. Walls. Grounds. They began to praise the Lord. So much so in that dark prison, their environment suddenly changed and they were instantly freed as they began to shout a praise to the Lord. The kingdom of heaven burst through that prison, burst the atmosphere, drawn to faith of two men that were suffering and the miraculous power of God was released, shaking everything, opening the prison doors that not only released them, but released everyone else. Your breakthrough releases those around you because it's a testimony. Acts 16, 25 to 26, and about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken and once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Praise releases God's supernatural power. You won't feel like praising. I know you won't. But can you remember this sermon? Next Friday, when you get some unpleasant news, what he mean to say was praise releases supernatural power. Number five, praise is a spiritual weapon. One of the most powerful weapons you will ever use is praise. The enemy will always try to silence our praise. Psalm 149 verse 6, may the praise of God be in their mouths and a double-edged sword in their hands. A praise in their mouth, a sword in their hand. What chance does the enemy have? Absolutely none. We are going to begin to praise God in the midst of every spiritual battle every natural battle. Praise is a weapon. Ephesians tells us, 6.12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against flesh and blood. It's against the rulers. It's against the authorities. It's against the power of darkness, the world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. There is a demonic realm constantly around 
out where we go, in the world, around us. It's a battle. We don't fight flesh and blood. We don't fight. We shouldn't be fighting one another. It's a spiritual battle. But it will only be defeated with spiritual weapons. It takes spiritual weapons. Paul expressed how praise is a weapon that demolishes strongholds. You know, in, in the 100-year war, years war in England invaded France and they set up in the northern of France a series of fortresses and strongholds. These strongholds were so well built and so well fortified that it took the French 100 years to drive the English out of northern France. It gave them permanency, these fortresses, these these strongholds. Imagine 100 years. 100, that's a century. These strongholds, these fortresses that were there. And this is what the devil does. He watches us. He studies us. He observes. He hears us. And he acts a plan for dominating and defeating his people. He wants to build strongholds in your mind and in your heart. He builds a thought in our hearts or in our mind, which then becomes a stronghold. And anything that we desire, we empower in our lives. And then that begins to govern, direct, rule, and causes us to action. Jericho was a stronghold. There was no going in. There was no coming out. It was the shout of praise mixed with their faith in obeying God that brought the stronghold of that wall down. Praise brought about a victory. Praise is our weapon. It's like holding the sword and going, stick it up, you devil. That's what it is. It's stabbing him with our praise. It's cutting his head off like David did with our praise. Because when we praise, the devil's nowhere to be seen. An African-American minister by the name of Robert Dyson gives us an awesome picture of praise. Listen to what he says. We praise him because he has been a doctor when we were sick. We praise him because he has been a lawyer when we were in trouble. And he has been a mother for the motherless and a father for the fatherless. We praise him because he has been shelter from the rain and medicine for our pain. We praise him because he has been a rope of hope when we were sinking in the seas of sadness and sorrow. We praise him because we had fallen and couldn't get it. And he came where we were and put his loving arms all around us and lifted us from the muck and the mire of sin. 
We have much to praise Him for. Will you stand with me with the musicians come right now? And we are going to have a praise session. I don't know how you have come into this house today, into this church today. I don't know what is going on in your home, in your families, in your friendships, in your workplaces. But I do know that it's a shout of praise that brings deliverance. I do know that it is a shout of praise that causes wars to come down. I do know that it causes a shout of praise for prison doors, the, the impossible situations to be open. I do know that it is a shout of praise that causes reversal of diagnosis. I do know that it is the praise of God that causes relationships to be healed. I do know that it is a praise, a sound and the shout of praise that causes God's presence to be in here amongst us. I can't sing, but I can make a joyful noise. It may not be in tune. And I know looking at some of you, you can't sing, but you can join me to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. This is not gimmick. This is the Word of God. It is a two-edged sword. Come on. Come, some of you, Lynn, grab the tambourine. Only for this Sunday. Only for this Sunday. Come on, Renato. Oh, Xavier. Come on. Kimmy, have a kid's shaker. Jason, wave that around. And I've got this. Let's praise him right now.
facing some challenge. You live on this earth, you'll have a challenge. We're going to sing an oldie but a goodie. And hopefully all of you will know it. And it's our God is an awesome God who reigns. Okay, you are facing a challenge. Can I get you to become a sanguine? Can I get you to break the cobwebs out? Can I get you to come at the front and begin to shout your way to deliverance? Can I get you to come at the front and begin to praise your way out of anxiety, out of depression, out of the opposition that has come? Can I get you to come at the front even with nothing? You have everything but making a thanksgiving unto God and begin to praise Him. Our God is an awesome God. Thanks, musicians, you're great.
set up with our next praise song. But right now, we're not gonna have music. We wanna use our hands, our clap, our shout, our voice of praise right now. Begin to declare His praise. We declare Your praise in this house. We thank You for Your goodness. We thank You for Your mercy. We thank You for You're so gracious. We thank You for the victory. We thank You that Your presence inhabits our praises. Inhabits our praise. Let's continue. Let's continue to worship. Breakthrough. Healings right now in the name of Jesus. Healing, setting free God. Miracles of God. Your praise. We thank you, Lord. One, two, three, four, peace band. You don't need one, two, three, four. 
invite three, four angels in your lounge room. No, you can take this home. You can make a shaker like the kids did with pasta shells in a in a water container. You can put on Spotify praise music. Planet Shakers has hours of praise music. You can do this in your home. Can I encourage you today to be doers of the Word, not only hearers of the Word. This week, you're going to hear something that you don't like. I'm sorry, but you have tools now to go, this is what it may say, this is what they've done, this is the news report, but I'm going to shout a praise and have a rave praise party in your house. And if your kids are embarrassed, send them outside or let them join you. But praise Him. We see it's worked in the Bible. We see it's worked in our lives. If I was to hang the microphone around, you would all have a story. Some of you haven't got a story. You need a story of a praise story. There's many stories. Can you please take this? Be doers. It doesn't matter. You don't need to have a voice of octopus, whatever. Octopus voice. I don't know. All you need is a shout of joy. Amen. Amen. Today, you may be here and you don't know Jesus and you will have questions. We have a banner called Next Steps and Pastor Chris Pastor Chris, would you turn around? Nice brown shirt, give a wave. He's gonna be there. Ask him easy questions and hard questions. If you're on a journey of finding faith, ask him. We'd love to connect with you. If you're new here today and you you were too shy to put up your hand, I get that. Just come into and have a, a coffee. Just say, I'm new. They know who's not. I'm new and get a free beverage. And you know, we're gonna come back tonight at 5.30 and we're gonna have a continuation of this praise in the house, in our hearts, in our lives. We can't do it without a shout of praise. We know what it does. So God bless you.